Did you know that this podcast is a part of the Jayzo Modcast Podcast Network? Chances are, if you enjoy this show, you'll find other great podcasts on the network, too. The Jayzo Modcast Network offers you a choice of shows seven days a week, starting with Monday. Join Rebecca C. Lofgren, Aaron Illick, and David K. Montoya in Seeing Red. The trio dive deep down the rabbit hole each week with a combination of geek and weird news. Then on Tuesdays, join the boys from the Great White North, Mike Lutz, Rob Bellamy, and Jason Beckard in the movie Madhouse as they bring you everything Hollywood and more. On Wednesdays, Reaper Rick's Tree Frog Expose Cafe, where he crosses the line of limits as he gives us news that is unforgettable and personal views that you'll definitely remember as well. Spend Thursdays with Jim Bennett and Nick McKelvey as they join forces in American Fat Ass Podcast to talk about various topics from news, sports, to their personal lives, all the while with a humorous slant in an unapologetic fashion. Fridays, Rob Bellamy is joined with Mike Lutz as they jump in the Wayback Machine to explore the archives of the JZO Modcast to give you three hours of audio entertainment in Flashback Fridays. Saturdays, join JZO Modcast founder David K. Montoya as he explores the world for a single of Who's the Boss? Then Sundays, finish the week with What We Think with hosts S. Sadie Burbank and David K. Montoya as they tell us exactly what they think about pop culture, celebrities, and the world at large with a ton of vulgarity mixed in for good measure. The JZO Modcast Podcast Network. We've got what you want seven days a week for free. Listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher or like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And don't forget to check us out at jazelmon.com slash jazelmodcast. And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to Seeing Red. Hey, boys and girls, welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rekha C. Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to our midweek special, our 80th episode. <sighs> all right, so mm-hmm. nothing really is going on much. The kids have been here. Rebecca and Aaron have been here for, what, two days now? And yeah. I've been setting in anticipation to tell you these juicy... Uh, seeing red stories. It wouldn't be seeing red without what I have in store for you. So let's go ahead and just cut, as they say, the chaffa, you know, the extra bullshit. The chaffa. The chaffa. And let's get into the first story. Now, do you have your first, do you have it up on your? Yeah. Okay. All right, kids, sit back and relax because here we go. It says, Brittany Sunnier accused of engaging in illegal acts with family dog. That's right, kids. We finally found something worthy of seeing red. I think these people are actually waiting. <laughs> They're like, yes! Yes! And I think the people that actually do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do this and get on seeing red. Hot damn! Right. The worst part is she's wearing like lingerie. I know. It says, uh, I was reading through it. It says, follow North Carolina crime dogs, Facebook sex, sex video. Are you looking for, what are you looking for? Huh? Oh, it's just oh. where it says follow. But then it says, an Arizona woman who allegedly confessed to her boyfriend that she had sex with dogs. Not one dog, not two dogs, but dogs, plural. And fantasized about incest. Incest? I-N-C-E-S. That's what it says. Yeah, incest. Fantasized about incest has been charged with crimes against nature, police said. Brittany Angelique Sunnier 
age 20, is accused of committing vaginal and oral sex with two canines in Lake Havasu City, according to Police Sergeant Her- Harold. That's there's two R's. Yeah, Harold. Harold. We received a report <laughs> alleging bestiality on the part of Brittany Sunnier. Our investigation bureau investigated the allegations and then forwarded a criminal complaint to the county's attorney office, Harold told the Huffington Post. Sunnier, who was arrested on November 21st and charged with bestiality, those <laughs> those crimes were later <clears throat> changed to two counts of crime against nature. Now, <clears throat> you have to show Aaron this chick. Oh, he's seen a picture of her. Oh, you already seen her? Mm-hmm. She also like she could be a man. She does. I was like, you know what? It's almost like two animals going at it. Right? <laughs> she looks like a damn horse. Well, maybe that's why they changed it from bestiality to what? crime against nature. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're, you're, you're almost an animal, I guess. Okay, let's go ahead and change that. But the nasty thing is on this, other than the whole thing, <clears throat> is if we go up to the top of this, it says vaginal and oral. Mm-hmm. And, and this is, this was kind of, it says, uh, she confessed to her boyfriend that she has sex with dogs. And fantasizes about incest. Now, does that mean that she wants to, like, get nasty with her sibling? That has to be, right? No, she wants to get her brother in on it, too. Could be any any part of her family. (sighs) Father, brother, sister, mother, who knows? This happened in Lake Havasu, but I'm, I'm betting $20 that she's from Florida. I bet you she's from Florida. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Wisconsin. Uh, let's see if there's any follow-ups. There's a whole list of her. Is that what you're doing is looking through the pictures? Yeah, I'm done. <clears throat> it's sad because I go to the last page and then it says, read player next. And there's a really cute picture of a little chihuahua. I'm like, that's sad. Why do they have to put that after the, the bestiality shit? It says, according to the a copy of the police report provided by Huffington Post, Authorities were tipped off in September by former boyfriend of Sunnier about her alleged illegal four-legged activities. Now, <clears throat> she should have never told him her secrets. I mean, what do you think? Well, he loves me, so I'm just going to tell him my, my... I like how he didn't say anything until they were broken up. They're like, you know what? Fuck this bitch. I'm about to turn her into police. <clears throat> well, you know, he... Okay, he comes into the apartment, the lights are down, the candles are going, she's got him a nice little dinner. We're sitting there and he's like, Oh, this is really nice and she's like, You know, I, I got a I got a secret I need to tell you. And then he sees the bag of pedigree. <laughs> <laughs> and so she drops okay. the bomb on him, you know. Poor you know bag. he got up. He flipped the table when he got up. He's like, You what? And he's like, you know, screw you, man. Screw you and your animals and your dongs and everything else. I'm out of here. And, you know, he made a V-line straight for the police department. He said she acted like a nice, sweet, and innocent girl when he first met her. Uh, Let's see. It says, the ex-boyfriend, the report states, told police that he had started dating Sunnier in March or April. The ex, whose name has been... It even talks about how they did how it happened. Oh, does it? Yeah. Uh, let's see. From police reports, Sunnier seemed like a very nice, sweet, innocent girl, like Rebecca just said. Uh, Sunnier's ex told police things went well at first between the two and said he enjoyed spending time with both her and her 11-month-old son. Does the 11-month-old son bark? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to ask that same question, actually. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. However, during midsummer, the relationship changed and their sex life began to slow down. It was around this time that Sunnier allegedly approached him and asked if they could talk. See, I told you. I told you. 
Come on in. We need to talk. Come on. Sit down. They sat down and Brittany used his phone. What? They sat down and Brittany used his phone to look some things up. The police report said, or states, uh, he expected Brittany to ask if they could have a threesome or if he wanted to be a swinging couple. He would have been fine <laughs> with either of those things. He's very open. <laughs> the photos, however, indicated different interests, police said. Instead, Brittany asked, or Brittany started to show him pictures of people having sex with animals. The report says she told him that she was interested in into having sex with dogs. She went on to tell him that she has been having sex with the family dog dogs since she was 13 years old. The report states that one of the dogs is about 13 and the other is just a couple years old. They are not identified by breed but are described She's as... She's from North Carolina, by the way. See, I knew it. She's close enough. Close enough to... What'd you do? Read ahead? Yeah, sorry. I'm listening, but... Uh, he should have suspected something when there was kibbles and bits in the bed. <laughs> uh, let's see. Medium-sized dogs in the police report. There's actually a copy of the police report. Did you read through that? Uh-uh. I mean, either. that's some bad handwriting. And I'm uh -huh. telling you. I know bad handwriting. You should see my sister's handwriting. And I thought I wrote in chicken scratch. If I can't read it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Half the time, I can't read it. Uh, let's see. The police report further alleges that Sunnier told her boyfriend that she had had vaginal and oral sex with dogs and has trained the animals so they don't act strange around other people. Sunnier also alleged she said she was into incest and pulled up images on the phone of a family of cartoon characters having sex, police said. The Simpsons. See, I was thinking... I was thinking... Like, family family guy. guy. yeah. Stewie and Brian. <sighs> Shit. Uh, the ex-boyfriend told police he was disturbed and freaked out and said he told Sunnier she was disgusting. The two broke up shortly thereafter. Like, how shortly thereafter? Like, Probably that, that day. At, at that point where he got up and walked out the door, that, I guess that would be shortly thereafter, huh? Uh, let's see. Sunnier's ex told police he first, or he first approached her father and informed him of her alleged bizarre sexual preferences. Sunnier's dad, according to police report, allegedly told him that his daughter had in the past, admitted to him that she has been having sex with the family dogs. Her dad also alleges, allegedly said he is in the process of trying to gain custody of his grandson. The ex-boyfriend told police he suspects Sunnier is pregnant with his child, but said she has refused to take a pregnancy test. She said that if she is pregnant, he wants her to get help. The dog. Uh, the end. No. <laughs> no, this thing is long. It, it gets really long. In fact, it says, Further allegations by her ex-boyfriend in the police report reads, She is a sex addict and thinks he thinks she will be an unfit parent. He suspects Brittany started having sex with animals when she was younger because she couldn't find a partner. He's worried about the the child Brittany may be carrying. It's <clears throat> it okay. Let's go ahead and it. it She's sick. <laughs> she needs help. All I'm saying is, if the kid comes out purring, there's a problem. Right. Forget about the kid. What about the poor dogs? <laughs> Someone needs to get custody of those dogs. Uh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. God. Sometimes that's just nasty. Nasty visuals. Uh, neither Sunnier or her ex-boyfriend nor the father responded to calls, emails, requesting comments from the Huffington Post. According to Facebook page uh, attributed to Sunnier, she is a 
2010 graduate of Southview High School in Hope Mills, North Carolina. Under favorite quotations, Audrey Hepburn is listed. The following quote, I was born with an enormous need for affection and a terrible need to give it. There is her statement right there. <laughs> that's it, pretty much. If right that's there. a confession, I mean, that, that would be one. <laughs> uh, Harold told police, so, police, Sonia is scheduled to appear in court on December 5th. It was not immediately clear Thursday if she has an attorney to represent her. <clears throat> well, I mean, how do you... Well, number one, how do you even go to an attorney? Uh, yes, come in, sit down. Uh, so, what are you being charged with? Uh, well, how do I explain this? Uh, originally it was bestiality, but they, they figured that I was animalistic enough, so they just made it cruelty <laughs> against, you know... Nature? Will you take my case? <clears throat> or is it one of those online consultations? You know, you, you pop in all right. your information and put send, and then they'll contact you. And I wonder. They, they send you uh, a list of all the preferences. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hmm. I like that one. <laughs> Gets it. <laughs> If you're yes. a hillbilly with a drinking problem, press 1. If you're a hillbilly that is in legal battle over a deer's head, press 2. If you're a hillbilly and you like fucking animals, please press 3. You're horrible. <laughs> <laughs> And see, the neighbors, they always thought somebody was trying to break in in the middle of the night when they heard, like, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and see, and her next-door neighbor, they were old people. So they're like, Ma, I think somebody's trying to break in. And the Ma's like, No, I don't think nobody's breaking in. It's just that weird bit next door, fucking old dogs. Oh, my God. (laughs) Close your ears, Zoe. Close your ears. She's not listening. Well, thankfully, I don't think she understands what I'm saying at this point. What? She's too busy watching Donald Duck over here. (sighs) Yep. But our next story is just as good. Here, let me go ahead and send that over to you. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this or not. But we are on two different machines. So I have my new story. I'm pulling it up, and I'm sending it over to Rebecca and Aaron. And they've got their little notebook. Or not notebook. What is it? Chrome. Chromebook. I keep forgetting. So they can follow along as Did well. Did you send it to hers or mine? Yours. I'm sorry. <clears throat> but um, only in the south, man. Oh, my God. Really? Oh, you got it? More of this shit. Oh, yes. <laughs> get her done. More Apparently. like Lassie. Okay. No, get, Lassie get her done. done. <laughs> get her really. Getting done. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> and we're not talking about German, German mind. I like the first sentence. Nay means no. <laughs> She's a rape advocate. All right. Let's go ahead and jump into the second one. This. <laughs> How'd you know? Oh, you saw it. I saw the picture. <laughs> well, nay, that's also. Jeremiah Johnson guilty of performing oral sex on a female horse. Oh, God. Nay means no. <laughs> Jeremiah Johnson, 20, from Pennsylvania, plead guilty into breaking into a barn and performing oral sex on a female horse. I can't do it. I can't. What, what? What? My mama go face deep. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you, know, you know when they go in there and they 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 put the glove on, go down the cow's asshole. Yeah, mama, I'm going in. <laughs> oh, you're disgusting. <laughs> oh boy, Woo. do you love me now, mama? Do you love me now? <laughs> 
Okay, let me catch my breath here, kids. Johnson was sentenced to two and a half years probation for defiant trespass and sexual intercourse with an animal. Police were called to Perry County Farm for a possible break-in around 1 a.m. on May 2nd. The barn's owner told police that an employee spotted Johnson in the stables after alarms were tripped. Yeah, he was flossing his teeth because he had too many greens in it. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this he guy. Look, he looks familiar. <laughs> oh my god, no, 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 no. I think we have seen this guy before. Oh, let me get there before we get that. We, oh my we, god. We gotta keep, uh, we gotta Where keep have we seen this the guy? listeners up to speed. Uh, let's see. Johnson told officers that he had been job hunting at, at the barn previously and did not realize the time. He also said that he had been at the barn for an hour and had licked a horse. Licked. Yeah, that says licked a horse. Why would you lick a horse? A horse lays in licked shit. Uh, see. Johnson's case comes on the heels of a story earlier this year about a man who was accused of receiving oral sex from a dog. Yeah, that was it. That was it, actually. We covered that. Yes, we did. But was not charged under the state... The state's recently passed bestiality laws because of an uh, a, apparent oral sex loophole in the ordinance. Uh, it says, correction, previous version of the article stated that Johnson's case came on the heels of a story about a man accused of receiving oral sex from a horse. The man was actually accused of receiving oral sex from a dog. Okay, and that's him. That is the, uh, limit. Wait, wait, what was his last name again? Johnson. Jeremiah Johnson. Okay. That was the, let me, uh, smirch peanut butter on the Johnson guy. Probably. No, it was. I remember this. And he looks happy, too. He was like, yep, I did it. I sure did. I think that (laughs) we should take turns reading these articles. It's not fair that you could do all the hillbilly accents by yourself. <laughs> Yeehaw! I reckon we got another one in the pooch. Um. I saw him do it. He walked into the barn last night. I didn't think anything of it. All I heard was the stables going crazy. And then... I went out there with my double barrel shotgun. Motherfucker, you better get out of my stables. Motherfucker was locked up. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. The end. <laughs> the end. Um, actually, this is, those were the only two bestiality. Well, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> is it ever true? Is it? No. <clears throat> um, yeah, so this guy. Well, you pretty much summed it up in your reenactment. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let me jump over here. Now, see, originally I heard about this on... No, I didn't hear about it. I actually seen it on... Um, fuck, where did I see that? I think it was YouTube or Netflix or something about these people training dolphins. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. We read that. We covered that. Well, <clears throat> I was trying to find an update for it. But I came across this, and I think this is actually going to be our main topic of tonight. Let me go ahead and get it sent over to you so you can take a look at it. This is, um, I think it's more, I think we just went from triple X rated. We're going to go down to, like, rated PG-13. So we don't have to worry about that. 
Let's see. We should get some samples on here, man. Get a freaking soundboard. <clears throat> For what? If we have you, why do we need right, a soundboard? Yeah, we don't need a no, soundboard. I mean like we got a built-in soundboard. No, for just random, random shit. Like he said, he's like triple X rated, and I was thinking of a song when he said that. That I think it was actually that. Really? Yeah. What? The things that my brother finds. <laughs> it's about a squabbling turkey. No, <laughs> it is six elaborate <laughs> science experiments just are done just for the hell of it. Go ahead, you can read the first one. Put the ass in the monkey read, of a brain. Read the little thingy too. That makes sense. What? Introduction part? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Science has found that monkeys will pay to watch monkey porn, as we mentioned in another article. But upon reading about those experiments, which involve filming monkey porn, training monkeys to watch it, and then working out a complex system of comprehension, (laughs) some of you immediately had a rather important question. What scientist was ever wondering about that in the first place? This is when you realize that a huge amount of scientific research done in the world seems to be based entirely on shits and giggles. For instance, there have been studies on... Oh, you ready for this one? Here we go. Number six. Will a male turkey fuck a severed head on a stick? Keep going? Keep going. Okay. Back in the 60s, poultry specialists, apparently they have those, (laughs) observed that male turkeys... I think I've read something about this before, actually seem to only be attracted to the faces of females. Mm-hmm. When have you ever seen a turkey stare at another turkey's ass? Never. So clearly it was time to find out just how far into crazy town they could take the idea. Oh, you like faces, Mr. Turkey. Well, let's see you you mate with this. <clears throat> Can you see the picture from there, Aaron? Mm-hmm. That is an actual turkey head, a severed turkey head. On a stick. And he's like, is it roasted? Kind of looks roasted. It says, "Well, I'm not really in the in the mood for mating, but I could use a little head." <laughs> wow. Yes, that would be a real severed female turkey head on a stick. In 1965, Pennsylvania State University researchers Martin Sheen, Sean, oh, that, that, oh, I say that Sheen, Sheen. Okay, it's just spelled different. And Edgar Hale started the experiment reasonably enough by presenting male turkeys with a model of a female turkey. The living turkeys got their sex on because they're just turkeys. And at the sight of a turkey-shaped object, they were like, close enough for my feathered boner. <laughs> oh, my God. Where did you find this? The researchers then severed the feet, tail, and wings from the model. And the oblivious turkeys kept on doing their thing. Um, the re- <laughs> it said, it says, is anyone else imagining a deep, very white voice making turkey sounds? Yeah. I can't even do that. <laughs> yeah. The researchers kept removing sections of the turkey until all they were, were left with was the head of the model. That didn't discourage the males one bit. Just the fake head was enough. That was all prob- probably good data and helpful to farmers and such who are looking for the best way to breed turkeys. And then the scientists were like, well, we've come this far. Let's go put a real turkey head on a stick and see if we can get a male turkey to fuck it. <laughs> they did. And then they watched as the males frantically humped in the severed heads of their lovers. All while at, le- at least one scientist in the room tried desperately to hide his erection. What the? That's what it says. <laughs> so he's like, gobble, 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 gobble. I don't even want to have Thanksgiving anymore. <laughs> I I really did read something about this before, and I'm like, oh my god. And now, a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. 
Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. This next one's kind of funny. <clears throat> All right. Number five. Can you make a tortoise yawn by yawning in front of it? Try something for us. Yawn. Now watch how every friend or stranger nearby also yawns. This baffling phenomenon isn't unique to humans. Go on. Try it. Try it on your dog. <laughs> Not that way, you sick, sick son of a bitch. And scientists have long wondered why it happens. At some point, scientists looked at the tortoise and said, We must find out if it yawns when other tortoises do. For the good of mankind. The problem was that the first, they first needed to train the tortoise to yawn on command so they could see if the others around it followed suit. So, Dr. Ann Wilkinson from the University of Lincoln in the UK spent six months teaching a red-footed tortoise to yawn. And, and at no point in the span did any of her friends stage some kind of intervention. What was her name? Uh... Hi, Ann. Yes, come on in. Come on in. Let's have a seat. Sit down right here. How are you feeling today? We're, we're all kind of worried about you today. Ann. Right? <clears throat> I was trying to go with uh, that from um, Hangover 3. Oh, yeah. Hangover Part 3. Okay, it says... She later taught a fish to swim and a giraffe to, to eat, eat leaves. leaves. Yep. We know, you, <laughs> we know you. 
We know you're wondering how in the possible hell she was going or she was able to teach the tortoise to do anything. But the process is basic behavioral conditioning. If you're looking to do this yourself, like say you just lost your job or whatever, just place a red piece of cardboard in front of a tortoise and continually watch him or her. Every time the tort or your tortoise opens its mouth or does something resembling a yawn, feed it a piece of lettuce. So over the months and months you spent staring at your tortoise in dead silence, waiting for him to yawn as the clock behind you quietly ticks away seconds of your life. The tortoise will eventually learn to yawn in response to the cardboard. Without the lettuce, you have won. <laughs> At the end of it, they... <clears throat> Sorry, I cracked myself up there for a minute. At the end of it, they put their yawning reptiles in with others, and not a goddamn thing happened. It turned <laughs> out that no tortoise don't yawn just because another tortoise is doing it. Um, what does who that su- say? Who supports these stupid ass studies? <laughs> that that one was the uh, the government. <laughs> UK. The picture. It says the field. Of, sorry, the field of tortoise psychology was rocked to its very core <laughs> via the BBC. The study suggests that contagious yawning isn't the result of a pre-wired neutral fix action pattern that fires whenever higher animals see other members of their group yawning, but rather requires a social congregation that low, lower order creatures like tortoises lack. If true, it could provide a small but compelling new insight into the way we understand animals, including human con- cognition. Wilkins also noted that any new understanding about the reptile social behavior makes it easier to conserve endangered species. But you have to back up this claim with some solid evidence, most likely this kind that involves putting funny hats on animals while you shove them in a neutral imaging machine. Hence the picture at the bottom. And it says, shh. I'm doing cancer research. <laughs> I should have put the pop hat on the turtle. You want to read the next one? <clears throat> oh, yeah. This. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, you've got this one right here. What does a monkey's voice sound like on helium? What do you think it sounds like? <laughs> <laughs> now, for all those that heard that, you might want to go get yourself checked. Anyway. <clears throat> there are two types of people in the world. People who would, given the chance, make monkeys swallow helium to hear what funny sounds they make. And people who lack any sense of wonder and joy. Put us in the same room with a helium balloon and we're going to suck on that thing to our, hear ourselves talk like Donald Duck. The only thing stopping us from making our pets do that is that it's incredibly difficult to get a Rottweiler to suck on a balloon. <laughs> mm. This is why we have scientists. In other words, when a primatologist, Kanashi Nishimura. Takeshi Nishimura of Kyoto University, sir, <laughs> in Japan, placed a given, placed a given in a helium-filled chamber, given, I take it's the monkey, uh-huh. in order to study the sounds she produced. He did the most comprehensible thing any Japanese person has ever done. The result? The helium changed the given's voice from the generic whine of a ghost puppy you've beaten one too many times to the generic <laughs> whine of a baby you haven't quite beaten enough. <laughs> and let's hear a sound. There's still more. Has the sound or no? What are you trying to do? They... Have it says Gibbons on helium singing like opera stars. There's a video of it. Okay, do you already push play? Yeah. I'm trying to search for it so you can cut it out. 
Is that an app? No, it's the actual video. Okay, maybe this wasn't just for the hell of it. Nishimura and his associates were trying to figure out the mechanism by which gibbons make their noises. It appears that gibbons consciously control their vocal system much like humans do. Like everybody else. Except yeah. that they specialize in singing rather than speech. Great. <laughs> now stick a lion in there to see if it makes it sound like a house cat. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> Next time I'm going to make you read the whole thing is Arnold Schwarzenegger. All right. <clears throat> is that it? No, it now goes into page two. This is number three. This is actually pretty funny. Can we read this one? Yeah, that one's yours. <clears throat> what happens when we make a male dolphin live with a human female and also she gets him a hand job? <laughs> and I believe we've talked about it before. Yeah, we did. <clears throat> believe it or not, there's there's more than one case about this, too. Oh, really? Yes. It says, in 1965, dolphin researcher John C. Lilly and associates ran a 10-week study to see whether a dolphin could be taught some basic concepts underlying human language, like colors and numbers, via card games. It makes sense. Dolphins are really smart. So we should find out as much about them as we can. What better way to do that than basically make a dolphin and a human of the opposite sex live together in, the water, in a water house? The idea was that the test subject, an adult male dolphin named Peter, would be isolated from his peers... The human chosen to live with him and teach him should be similarly isolated. A pretty undergraduate named Margaret Howe was chosen, and she and Peter would live in a house in which all the furniture was submerged or wet so that Peter could come and go as he pleased. So wait a minute, the house was in completely completely underwater or just yes. halfway underwater? Oh, it says completely submerged. Okay. Um, it was basically Big Brother or the real world. And maybe you could have been, it could have been a plot of a Disney movie had there been no bestiality involved. <laughs> and the little picture says, okay, what do you say? We just keep the camera above water for a few minutes. <laughs> wow. For you see, Peter got his hots for Margaret or Maggie. Margaret? Oh, her name was Margaret, huh? Mm. Well, anyways, Maggie. Your brain auto-corrected. <laughs> yeah. At the beginning, Peter was a perfect gentleman about it. Expressing his love with gifts of frozen fish. And at this point, Maggie was nowhere near psycholo no, psychologically, psychologically uh -huh. broken enough to take his expressions of love seriously. But Peter wasn't about to take no for an answer. He began to bite and bruise Margaret in an attempt to get her to comply with his sexual will. This disturbed the researchers just enough for them to start taking Peter on conjugal visits with members <laughs> of his own species. It did, and it didn't work because, like the male lead of, of every romantic comedy ever, Peter, the rape dolphin, provided his love by obsessing over his single and willing target. Oh, that is the name of our episode. Peter, Peter the, the, rape, dolphin. the rape dolphin. Peter the rape dolphin. Yes, that's great. So, in order to get Peter to be a co to be a cooperative test subject for the study, Maggie consented to rubbing his genitals. Oh no, his penis, whatever. With her foot and hand, oh in exchange for his participation in the various uh, experiments. After the study concluded, Maggie wrote a bizarrely pornographic account of her time with Peter in which she talked about both how terrified she was of dolphin rape and how the masturbation thing was special but not kinky. What the hell? Since she also did it when other people watched. Because public sex acts and Stockholm Syndrome are apparently fine if your partner's a dolphin. <laughs> well, what does it say on that picture underneath? Because that's her. It says, nope, it's not working. You're going to have to blow him for science. <laughs> Forget about a pedicure. Get a bait. Right? Really. Lily, meanwhile, considered the study to be a success. Since Peter had picked up some basic linguistic concepts... He never repeated the experiment, experiment, however, and instead found an innovative new angle, commun communing with dolphins via shared acid trips. It didn't go, it didn't do much for his scientific reputation. But that hat did wonders for his reputation <laughs> with the ladies. <laughs> 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 ah, nice hat, dude. 
Looks like Davy, Davy Crockett. Oh, the next one's funny. Okay. Oh my god. Number two. Can chimpanzees recognize one another going only by their asses? So earlier we had scientists who wanted to test turkey's ability to get turned on purely by looking at a male's head and found that turkeys are incredibly stupid. Chimpanzees, of course, are incredibly smarter, and as such, they tend to like asses. But how much? Clearly, another experiment was in order. No, they did not make a monkey have sex with several asses. We're telling you that right now, so you won't be disappointed later. Sigh. I think he said a severed ass. <laughs> what did I say? You said several asses. Oh, I said severed. <laughs> or, no, what did I say? You said several asses. It says, no, we didn't make make it have sex with a severed ass. <laughs> Put the ass like on a, a stick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, don't give me a hard time. I'm. It's almost 2 o'clock in the morning and I'm loaded. So, you know, I'm doing the best <laughs> I can. He's feeling so bubbly. Yeah, but if you would have said severed, it would have been more funny. Severed. Yeah, like severed head, severed ass. Well, he told me to say severed, so I said severed. It's supposed to be severed. You said several. Show Rebecca the, the picture. Let me see. It says, sigh. Actually, I think she's seen it. Fine. Hand me the ass. I'm just making it a quickie. I have feces He's to throw. throw. He's got to put something in that hand. Fist <laughs> <clears throat> full of butt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it says, for researchers Fran D. Wall and Jennifer uh, Poco... Pontus. Well, Poco... What? Poco... Poconi. Mm-hmm. Poconi. There you go. Poconi. Horny. <laughs> Pocorny. Pocorny. <laughs> <laughs> po huh? uh, let's see. Uh, let's oh, see. At yeah. a Sun Research Center, <laughs> the first step was a photograph, or was to photograph some chimp asses. They had to make sure the genitals were showing as well. You know, for the experiment. Insert sexy music here. Then, <clears throat> then they sifted through the photos they took to make sure they had the clearest, best chimp ass shots, at which pointed they grabbed some friends of those chimps and forced them to look at the ass photos while screaming something like, Recognize this! Well, do you? <laughs> I had to. Dramatic pause. Yes. Why do they study things like this? I don't understand. There's, what is the point? <clears throat> because they knew that in the future that there were going to be podcasts and we needed you know stuff to talk, talk about. about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they like, totally did. Six different chips were test chips. <laughs> Chimp and Rescue Rangers. Six different chimps were tested this way and they were all or they were for the most part able to say yep that's steve's ass the chimps couldn't talk obviously they had a system worked out where the chimps had to match a photo of an ass to a face that is incredible i don't know if i could do that 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 sphincter right there that that sphincter swollen so that's, uh, let's see. I'm going to say that's George. The best part is the caption for the photo. What does it say? I can't read it. It's too small for me. It says, oh man, I know six chimps who could tell you who that is, even without prompting them. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. This is apparently important because the concept of whole body... Integration. Uh, no, I lost my spot though. Let's see. This is important. This is apparently important because the concept of whole body integration was thought to be something only humans were capable of. 
compare this to dogs who will snap at their own tail, or that's my dog. You've seen him run. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I've seen other dogs run for other dogs, uh, like we were talking about earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Or, and we can't repeat this enough, turkeys who will hump severed heads (laughs) on a stick. It seems like they could have proven the same point using photographs of heads but we are not trained scientists. Oh, well. you, and Benny. number one. <laughs> and number one for all you psycho bitches out there. <laughs> what facial expression will a child make when we make him cut the head off of a rat? Yes. Yes. I had to, well, it wasn't a rat, it was a cat. I'm sure I made some <laughs> weird looking faces. Uh, in 1963, the social... Oh, wait, 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 wait. You gotta start it out. In 1963... 1963. Here we go. You're trying to make it as sexy as possible. It's our last one. In 1963, the social psychologist Stanley Milgram published a revolutionary study that helped fill in a small but vital piece of... Nazism puzzle. Nazism? Nazism. Yeah, that is. That's Nazism, huh? Yeah. When he showed how ordinary people would agree to do bizarre and unsettling things if they respected the authority of the person who issued the order. Respect my authority! <laughs> but if anybody had been paying attention, they would have <coughs> known that there were, there was Already a study from the 1920s that proved a very similar point. The only difference was that the guy in the white lab coat who was issuing the orders wasn't just pretending to be insane. He actually was. (laughs) The year was 1924. The sky was blue. (laughs) And the researcher in charge was a postgraduate student. This is not Eleanor. Stop reading like that. Landis. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Being a lunatic, he was only interested in compliance to authority, insofar as it involved convincing his test subjects to do disturbing shit so he could record their facial expressions. He's See how- getting down over here on the eighties porn music. I think we just like watched an episode of Sin City, the the freaking animated series. I was gonna see see how much more sexier things can be when you just put the right music and the right voice. Right. Okay, so he's a former Nazi, and he's really fucked up in the head. I like how they put a picture of here. It says manure compost, and says, "Okay, here's your sled. You might want to take off that shirt." <laughs> Okay, go ahead. All right. You can say it read, read normally. It's fine. Landis drew grid patterns on his subjects' faces. Drew grid patterns on his subjects' faces and forced them to do a bunch of things they would find disgusting, like looking at pornography and touching frogs. For the final <laughs> act, he gave them alive white rats. Then he forced them to decapitate the rats while he photographed their faces. And the amazing thing... Two-thirds of his subject willingly went along with the experiment, despite being clearly freaked out. For those who refused, Landis decapitated the rat for them. So either way, the rat was dead. Yeah. Yeah. From a facial expressions point of view, Landis' findings were all but useless. All that Landis ended up discovering was that there's no single expression people will pull when they're disgusted or distressed. He did, however, capture a series of hilarious photographs. Yeah, and there's there's pictures of they're like oh oh and the little boy had that <laughs> there's blood there's blood I was trying to think of the German accent. Oh look at his blood everywhere. There you go. 
Is that it? No, there's still more. He's got one more paragraph to read. The caption for the photo is, Holy shit, that first guy looks like the end boss from a horror video game. (laughs) (laughs) He really does. Wait, is that a kid? Yep, in those photos, 7 to 9, he was 13 years old and had been referred to Landis' laboratory for treatment after doctors suspected that his heart condition had a psychological component. Landis is presumably, presumably wanted to see if, using the power of science, he could cause a random 13-year-old to grow up to be a serial killer. Wow. <laughs> what a fucked up world we live in. Wow. I don't know what can make that any better other than this. Yeah. <laughs> do it, babe. Do the voice. Hold on. <laughs> Gonna make me love you. Gonna lay you down in that bed. <laughs> Light the fireplace. Bring out the champagne. <laughs> Baby, you're mine for tonight. Until next time. His face is so red, it looks like it's gonna explode. Look at the vein! Look at the vein in his forehead, oh my god! (laughs) Oh, shit, that was funny. Oh. Brief. I got a brief. 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 (laughs) I got a pen, I'm just looking brief. We're not done yet. Uh, Uh, Oh, okay. You closed one more. Alright. Now, I don't, I only read a, a little bit of this. Um, Lacey just sent us over right now. Let's see. <clears throat> she felt it was very, a very seen red thing. And this actually comes from the ABC News. <coughs> Sorry. Let me get this for you. Let's see. We have the next new news article. Come on down! Oh wait, Bob Barker in here. Okay, sending it over right now. Okay. Well, <clears throat> yeah. Things about me. God dang it. Stay out of my... Stay out of my life. Those damn uh, pop-ups. Yeah. All right, Bets, I'm going to let you close this one out. Read this? Mm-hmm. It says, Man dies at South Dakota hot dog eating contest. A 4th of July hot dog eating contest in western South Dakota... Turn tragic when a contestant choked to death. <laughs> right? It says, Walter Eagle Tail, whatever kind of name that is, 47, of Custer, died at a hospital Thursday after attempts to save him at the scene failed. Custer County Sheriff Rick Wheeler told the Rapid City Journal, There was something... There was something... There was someone doing CPR when we arrived, Wheeler said. <laughs> he probably just suffocated. It got lodged in his throat and they, paramedics, couldn't get it out. I was going to say something about that too, but before you even said anything about CPR, I was like, I bet you there was somebody resuscitating him, choking on the damn hot dogs too. <laughs> probably. <laughs> it's because they swallow that shit whole. I've seen how they do it. Yeah. Um. It says, it all happened within minutes. The sheriff said, the Custer Chamber of Com- Commerce, which sponsored the contest, canceled a pie-eating contest scheduled for Friday. They were afraid another person would die. <clears throat> we are at a loss for words, Chamber Executive Director Dave Ressler said. We are mourning for Walter and his family right now. Speed-eating competitions are popular over the 4th of July weekend. Eight-time champion Joey Jaws Chestnut managed to eat 61 hot dogs in 10 minutes at an annual contest in Coney Island, New York, on Friday. Eight short of the record of 69 he swallowed in the 2013 competition. Fuck. George Shea, chairman of Major League Eating, a competitive eating organization based in New York, said organizers do all they can to prevent casualties during contests, though his group had nothing to do with the South Dakota event. We always make sure it's a controlled environment, Shea said. We organize the entire thing around safety, just as if... It's football or hockey or auto racing. We approach it as a top priority. 
Funeral arrangements were pending for Eagle Tail. Eagle Tail. I I can't. Eagle Tail how? Whom friends describe as a fun-loving, kind, and caring man. Walter was just being Walter, having fun when he entered the contest, said Artist McRae. He was just having a good time. Sure he was. My name is Eagle Tail. Ow. I choke on hot dog. I choke on hot dog. I go. I go have good time. Now I go and dance with spirit in sky. Y'all racist. <laughs> racist. <laughs> Actually, Probably some white guy. <laughs> Probably. Let's see if we can find... He's got a big old freaking gold-plated <laughs> belt buckle and a freaking white cowboy hat with some spurs on his boots. I can see I can see the, the advertisements now, you know. Uh, Friday, 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 this 4th of July weekend. Eight-time champion Joey the Jaws Chestnut manages to eat 61 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Oh, he's not white. Nope. He's not white. Now y'all feel bad. No, No. I don't. (laughs) No. I should, uh, I I guess before the, you know, the hate mail starts flooding in, I should, uh, say that, you know, I have, I have enough Hopi Indian in me that I can actually draw the benefits from being Native American. So, that's why I can get away with going, (laughs) how? Because technically, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm how too. <laughs> With a last name like that, I bet you are. <laughs> he's like, hello. Hello. I need some tacos and some burritos. My, my name is David Montoya. I need some tacos and burritos. Mr. Montoya. <laughs> Mr. Montoya. You're like, yeah. Your name is Mr. Montoya? Yes. Oh, hi, Mr. Montoya. Oh, hello there, Mr. Hi- <laughs> There you go. Whoa, wait a second. Start talking all super proper. Why? Like, get back here now. Your appointment's ready. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. Have you noticed, they reject like, no, no. the race. Have you noticed, like, if it's a Mexican person calling you, they're like, David Montoya. David Montoya. And you walk up there, like, you're David Montoya. You're like, yeah. Okay, Mr. Montoya, come this way, please. Yeah, it's just like, flip of a hat. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Montoya, your prescription is ready. <laughs> what? What? <clears throat> Never, never. <laughs> I, I don't even want to ask. No, no, just, uh, give me my prescription. I was looking at these comments. Some of them are just funny. Or I don't know if they're trying to be serious, but it, it, to me, it, it's kind of comical. In all seriousness, it's pretty funny. Yes. <laughs> One says, hot dogs are a bit more dangerous than anything in life. They contain nitrates. If you eat them every week, you have a 21% chance... Of getting rectal cancer. That's the fact, Jack. Oh my gosh. Um, another one says, What have the Romans ever done to us? Don't get that one, but that one I thought was funny. Uh, let's see. <laughs> At least he died doing what he loved, cramming wieners down his gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> with reckless abandon. <laughs> it was too big and it lodged in his throat, man. Oh, the Romans created competitive eating. Ah. Let's see. What else do I get to see here? It was South Dakota, man. Need I say more? Eh? Did you see this one? At least he died doing what he loved, cramming wieners down his yeah, he gullet. He just read that. With reckless... Oh, he did? Yeah, yeah that's why we were laughing. Oh. Because I'm reading other comments over here in my own little world. Yeah, you tend to do that. I'm sorry. My bad. <clears throat> now I know what my dad meant when he used to say, America is going the way of the Romans. So there you go. That's kind of going back to what Alexander the Great died because he stuffed the wiener down <laughs> his throat. It says, now hot dogs will be banned for safety reasons, and when hot dogs are banned, only outlaws will have hot dogs. Oh my god. <laughs> We're gonna be the rebels. Okay, let's see, what else? Uh, let's see. Nope, that's not funny. You know what they should do? Is they should take, like, a bunch of skewers, big ass metal rotted skewers, and put a bunch of hot dogs on them, and light them 
on fire, but like in in the name of the guy, right? This is for Sparta. Do you see this right here? Uh huh. It says Custer's last hot dog stand. I was just reading that. I realized right here. it's a good pun. It, it really, really cuts, cuts the, the mustard. mustard. Yeah. You can find yourself in a pickle <laughs> if you try the dog. If you try and dog the competition. Not trying to sound like a wiener, but these puns make me feel chilly inside. <laughs> God. This is the stupidest, corniest that thing. That shit could probably keep going for days. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, goodness. That was fun, kids. All right, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up episode 80. Um, I can't believe it. We already hit the 80 mark. So I guess for this week, I am David K. Montoya. I'm Rex C. Lofgren. I'll see you in bed tonight. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> let's see, let's see, let's see. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, now do it. And I'll see you in bed tonight. <laughs> Signing out, seeing red. Good night, folks. <laughs> and if you don't like the idea of a dolphin, a uh, dolphin. <laughs> 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 dolphins. Yes, dolphins. <laughs> oh shit. Stone. I'm stoned, folks. So that's it for this week. Oh, there you go. If you don't like your co-host being stoned while you podcast, then you're definitely seeing red. Good night. Welcome to Seeing Red. didn't warn you.